Hi friends, welcome to the Finding Me More podcast with Wagaki and Muthu. Let's dive in. Hi guys, so welcome back to episode 5 of our podcast. Today's episode is going to be one very deep, interesting um, episode like we said in the last uh, episode, episode 4. We're going to be discussing healing versus growth. And today we won't even have a Finding Nemo quote. We are going to just jump straight into the topic. We got to hear, or we came up with this topic from a tweet I saw a few months back where someone was saying that people should not be getting into relationships if they are not, they have not healed from the trauma of their last relationship. So instead of getting into relationships before you've healed from the trauma of your previous relationship, you should be waiting to heal and then get into the next relationship. Then someone else disagreed and said that um, that can never be something, that, that should not be something people do. People shouldn't be waiting to completely heal because you can never fully heal Healing is a process that is continuous, forever continuous. Yeah, you heal forever. I, I don't know if that's what they meant, but they say that healing is a continuous process, and therefore you never attain full healing. So just jump into the relationship, and it got me thinking: Is it healing that never stops, or is it growth that never stops? Because if you are saying that healing never stops, then that basically means uh, all the hurt from your past relationships, past friendships, family, that's something you're always going to be healing for, from till the day you die. That means every other relationship you get into, you'll always have residue, residual feelings and heart from the other relationship. You'll never get to a place where you just don't care what happened in the previous relationship. It will always bother you. That was my understanding of, that's my, my thinking of the whole situation. Uh, when you are Discussing this with Muzeo earlier on, she actually asked me a few questions and I think I'd like her to repeat those so that we can get context for beginning this podcast. Mm. Okay. So what I asked Wagaki or what was running through my mind when she told me about this topic was, do we completely heal? Yeah. And what's the process of healing? Because you know, sometimes I personally have had that challenge and I question myself, have I completely healed from that situation? Or, yeah, like, do we completely heal? And the question is, how do we completely heal? Or how, what's the process of healing? Yes. <laughs> That's where we're going to start, actually. So when I was doing my research for this topic, I actually went, I compared physical and emotional or psychological healing and when i was talking looking at the physical aspect of it the definition basically was to restore something to a place where it was initially so for example uh, i broke my arm and i had to go for surgery to fix it back to its original state not to make it better but just to return it to where it was before the breakage before the injury happened yeah that's healing and then growth is to increase in size or in this case maturity and all of that and yeah so i think you can differentiate between the two you can distinguish the two from that definition then when well, i ask ourselves in this situation because we're not talking about a physical injury and because of that we obviously know that there's differences um the difference between 
physical and emotional heart are very different even in the healing process some of those i personally believe that some of some emotional let me call them injuries you actually i don't know if you ever get to a place of complete healing for example losing a loved one i'm not sure you get a place of complete healing for that but i feel like for relationships and things like that you might be able to get to such a place so when you are defining complete healing you are saying that it it's it's a place where you have a reminder of what you went through which is the scar that that will always be a part of you even when you sometimes when you get injured physically you only have a scar but as much as you have that scar that reminder of what you went through you don't feel the hurt and the pain coming from that specific injury or hurt and i bet all of you have everyone has been physically hurt at some point and you know that some people will have scars and you'll always have a reminder of what you went through but you'd always be feeling pain from that scar from that injury yeah i think that's what complete healing is for us yeah does mother have something yeah like <clears throat> no as yeah you've just explained it cuz you know that's what we were talking about and something else i can add is when we were discussing this you said you know you reach that point in terms of healing from a trauma or a situation you reach that point where you're not carrying any baggage yeah and as you said no more pain but um the scar reminds you of what you had to go through yeah so yes and maybe i can just get into something else we talked about in terms of healing it's time you know people usually say time heals yeah <laughs> and you ask that question does time really heal yeah and i i remembered you know a story that we were told in church yeah the, the sermon of last sunday and we like oh my gosh this is just exactly what we were being talked about yeah mm-hmm. and the picture was like time really does not heal yeah it's time is the revealer of the healing or uh, and what you did to heal yeah yes maybe you can take that um you know time being a healer that conversation i think we also said that <clears throat> it's it's ridiculous for someone to say time heals and then you just sit there and wait for time to heal like time is what happens it's not exactly time that heals it's what you do in that time that will eventually get you to healing because you don't you you can't just for example assuming i broke up with my boyfriend but assuming i broke up with my boyfriend today and it really hurt me and i just stayed in my bed for the next one year and just cried myself to sleep and cast him for whatever he did and you know things like that i will not heal by just staying in my bed i need to find something else to do probably get out of bed go on a walk get a book to read do something else that you enjoy doing that's actually going to help you feel better and not pity yourself for being in such a situation doing something that builds you <laughs> will actually eventually contribute to healing 
and I think we also mentioned that sometimes you discover that in that time of hacking, you actually stop doing the things you used to enjoy doing. And I feel like personally for me, when I have been through such traumatic experiences, I start doing the things I used to love. For example, I really had a bad time a while back and I used to enjoy playing guitar, but during that time, I completely stopped playing guitar. So after that whole situation happened, I asked myself, so why exactly did you stop playing guitar? And I discovered it was that cold turmoil, the emotional turmoil and the mental instability that was happening in that time that kind of contributed to me slacking on the things I enjoyed. So what did I do? I started working on playing guitar because that's something I used to enjoy. And of course, I don't play it as frequently as I used to, but I feel like I genuinely, I pick up my guitar and I'll groove for like a few hours or minutes. And I'll be like, yeah, I still have my groove on. I would never do something like that in that time I was going through the most, yeah? So just finding something else to do in that time is what is actually going to contribute towards your healing. Mm. And to add on to what you said, yeah, I have just um, had an epiphany <laughs> of life. And when you were saying you felt like you were not able to love what you just love and you had to work on yourself to at least get back to who you used to be, yeah. Um, I feel like when you when you go through a deep wound, yeah, and a deep scar in your life, emotionally especially, you tend to feel lost. You don't know who you are anymore. Or that experience, you feel like without that part, yeah, yeah. you feel like um, if you're not in that place anymore, and if if that wound wouldn't have happened, you would have still been yourself. But because that wound happened, you are no longer yourself. You Let's say, for example, loss of a loved one, you feel like they were your whole world and without them, you're no one. Or um, in terms of, oh, now I, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> situations, we had talked about situations, you know, that people heal from yeah <laughs> so when you go through such situations you tend to feel lost and you need to find yourself again that's the whole process of healing yeah, yeah. you need to find yourself without the pain yeah and just now heal <laughs> yeah yeah so yes that's what i i had in mind when you were talking about you know the things you love stop being the things you love anymore but also something else we were talking about you know you don't need to force issues (laughs) because you can't make yourself love something forever like things things change yeah and so should you so change your loves change things that you've loved yeah and work on new adventures discover yourself Yes, so I guess we can talk about the situations people heal from. Yeah. <laughs> I want to add something to what you said. I think I'm also, this, we hadn't even discussed this, but what I am hearing from you mm. is that we usually, usually get 
hurt by situations that we have learned to identify ourselves to tie our identity to in a way because you end up getting heartbroken because you tied yourself to this person and this was your girlfriend and now or your boyfriend and now you you don't yeah. know what to do now that you're not someone's girlfriend or boyfriend anymore how do i move on from this you tied your identity to someone as their mother or your their daughter and then now they for example passed away and then how do you continue living without that identity of i'm someone's mom or i'm someone's daughter? are you getting what i'm saying it's the things that yes too that hurt us the most Moselle, for example had a situation i think she's going to just um <laughs> where she, she listen to me telling your story anyway but she had tied herself to something yeah just tell it very important to her yeah. and then she lost it and she yeah. felt hurt and normally i was actually telling her again some of the situations are so different for us because personally me and have been like hey that's just another lesson that we've learned moving on to the next at least i had a learning experience from that and for her she actually felt hurt mm. by that situation get way to her. yeah <laughs> very very heartbroken <laughs> yes um i guess you know as you said we have situations different situations that we've tied us self-worth and when they they are no longer there or when we don't have security from them and identity from them we we are hurt and hence we need healing from those situations so and most um mostly the ones that resonate with most people is number one heartbreak yeah um and in this for us is that they they're both they're two heartbreaks yeah there's romantic and there's platonic heartbreak you know most people dwell so much in romantic heartbreak yeah your boyfriend your girlfriend or whoever they were yeah <laughs> your fiance your fiance and things happen you realize who someone is or you realize this person is just not for me or we outgrew each other and we just need to move on yeah and others are bad where you've been cheated on or you've been really betrayed by that person and you just can't look past it hence you guys break up yeah and that was also the one for friendship breakups which personally for me is i really value my friendships so hey this year amen was hard in terms of losing friends that i thought would be forever yeah and um platonic heartbreaks are really heartbreaking personally for me even more than um romantic ones because this person was family yeah this person became a part of your life where when you have something going on you just there's just a call away and then it reaches a point where you don't even know what to tell them you don't have words for them you just feel like i they're no longer someone you can confide in etc and things just happen people change and it's really heartbreaking yes <laughs> oh my god okay. yeah uh, i think the the highlight the point we're highlighting here is sometimes we 
we have different things that break our hearts and the most common ones she's already highlighted and she hasn't mentioned also loss of a loved one have you and traumatic situations they vary those ones it could be a bad experience you had in school it could be a bad experience you had with an institution or a certain group of people that could be it, it's different for different people we also have family trauma people are hurt differently by the families and again we actually talked about this uh different there's some how do i say this now <laughs> different people are hurt differently by their families yeah for example there are people who unfortunately were born into abusive families and for them they have been hurt all their life and that type of trauma can be different for someone who has been in a stable-ish kind of family and then later on they they get to some something happens and there's instability in the family we also talked about that and then we talked about failure and disappointment which is what happened in Mudeo's personal case that she has where you venture to do something and you fail at it or it doesn't come out how you expected and you're disappointed and it breaks your heart especially if it's something that was close to you and you really really want it to happen yeah let's say this podcast or (laughs) youtube channel or businesses uh, all of those could actually break people yeah. depending on how much did you you want it to succeed or how Put. close was this to you how much of your identity again had you tied mm. yeah actually when you put it that way i think i have been heartbroken by youtube channel not um working out as expected and you're just like damn ah like people fail <laughs> you know yeah. ah and that's how actually we met um or rather we connected in terms of damn we failed we have been disappointed but how can we work on ourselves to be better and produce something that's a success and we are proud of yeah <laughs> and in that failure and disappointment situation for me it was business heartbreak yeah where i had put so much um money and so much emotion like emotion yeah <laughs> if that's if that's even something you can put into a business yeah and things just came tumbling down like everything fell apart even things you did not see and i was so des- devastated i i even questioned god I was like yo man I prayed about this like why why with all honesty everything was going seamless and then now these things are falling apart and then um with me when I um get into a situation that I need to heal from I talk about it like always I'm a person who will be like guys oh my gosh this is happening and I don't know what to do and it's just devastating. I talk my feelings out, yeah. I literally tell everyone that's close to me and eh, so and that person who I usually tell is my mom. So told my mom, man, this is tough. Like why, why did it fail? We cross-checked everything. Mom, 
what will I tell the client? You know, and then my husband's just like, these things happen with you. Move on. I'm like, what? Like, why would you say that? But in the end, she actually, you know, um, was concerned because she saw how much it affected me. But telling others and them telling me, you know, like, these things have happened. That's business. Just, you fail. Yeah? And I was telling Wakaki, we are not ready to fail as a generation. Yeah? Personally, I, like, life has taught me to fail, but I have never wanted to fail. I just feel like I lose myself when I fail. I feel like victory is part of my identity. And when I don't win, it just messes me up. But I have learned through different situations that things happen and you need to heal. Yeah, You need to learn that people fail and you're not an exception. You just need to learn how to get out of that failure and heal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because we generally, as, let me say as a generation, because I literally don't know any of my age mates who do not tie success to their identity. So when you fail, you feel like you're unworthy or you don't deserve to be you anymore. For example, uh, let's take aha, our exams, KCSE, for example. Someone would be thinking, oh my God, I'm so smart. I can actually do this, yeah? And then you, let's say you were aiming to get an A and then you get a B plus or something. And now you feel like, oh, well, so I'm not even as smart as I thought I was. I'm not even, not, you even start doubting yourself when you, when people ask you for things or for advice, you start doubting yourself and asking yourself, am I, do I actually deserve to be giving this type of advice? Am I in a position where I can actually give this advice? And it's not, I personally don't think that's something you need to unlearn. That your worth is not tied to your to what your worth is not tied to your success or your failure. I think we also tackled this in the procrastination episode where we said that that's part of the reason I procrastinate. Yeah, so people can go back and listen to that for a bit more discussion. I think uh, let me also talk a bit about healing. So we've already determined. I mean, growth. We already determined that growth healing. <laughs> I'm so confused is to return to the original state or to try and return to an original state. But growth now is increasing from one level to the next. My arm, for example, was broken. It healed. But then growth would mean it's not as weak. It's not how it was before. How do I explain? Now, right now how it is, in a year's time, especially if you're younger, in younger years, it becomes stronger. It's in a better place than it was this year. That's what growth is. Getting to a better place, getting to a stronger place than you were previously, not getting back to the place you were initially. I think we also, we said that healing, with healing comes growth. Once you've healed from something, you've technically kind of grown. And it's possible for you to, to heal. Hold on. Someone was actually telling me that it's possible for you to grow without healing but it's not possible for you to heal without growing. Let me if I'm making sense. Let me feel understanding my point. Maybe you can go and think about it. I'll also think about it and think about better way to explain, but that's basically what healing with yeah and growth in this context is. Yes. And as you said, we had said that you know healing and growth 
go hand in hand. Yeah, you cannot heal and remain where you are. Then you've not really healed. Yeah, because when you heal, you will become the a better version of yourself. Hence, you grow. Yeah, and if you heal and remain stagnant in the same place you are, that means you're comfortable and that means you've not really healed. Hence, <laughs> you've not healed anyway. So yes. Um, <clears throat> And to bring, you know, like we are talking about growth, we're talking about healing, but how how do you really do these things? How do you heal progressively and grow at the same time? Yeah. And that's guess something we will talk about um right now. Yeah. And I just remembered something that Wakaki said, like healing is personal. We can't force you to heal in a specific span of time, yeah? But what we'd recommend and what we'd urge you to do is don't, don't um, filter your feelings and hide them, yeah? <laughs> like, don't, don't remain stagnant and say, ah, I'll heal in my own time, or say, time, time heals and not work on yourself. Hence, why we are getting to how to heal progressively and grow in your own timing. Just do it step by step, one day at a time. Yeah, do what you can and the rest will just work itself. Yeah. And the first one on how to heal progressively and grow is exercise. Yeah. It's just exercise, move, walk the body, walk. Yeah cycle swim um dance do do a movement that makes you um move more yeah yeah just keep moving and it really helps in terms of your hormones and do it for 30 minutes i'd recommend yeah but you can start with 10 minutes yes of intense like some workout here and there and 30 minutes will will just come, will just flow. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think I want to go back to the feeling, the feelings. <laughs> we said that you can mm-hmm. hear from something if you don't feel it. How are you going to feel from something you're not actually taking time to feel and understand this is my heart, this is what I'm going through, it's coming from this place, and so I know mm-hmm. what I need to do to get to a better place. So Feeling the feelings is something you actually must do. We also talked about avoiding mm. it, sitting and just saying, okay, well, yeah, I've been heartbroken. Now what am I going to do? Get up. <laughs> yeah. Get something else to do. Remind yourself that you're wonderful. You're a beautiful or a handsome person. And you're smart and you deserve good things. And whoever was on the wrong, could it be you or the other person who hurt you? Whoever hurt who? Um, you learn and you grow and you move and it doesn't make you just don't pity yourself, don't sit and wallow in self-pity we also talked about having a positive mindset always looking at what can I do what, I know my, my situation is really bad, but out of this bad situation, what can I do remember, the, our last quote mm-hmm. of Finding Nemo was not the last one, the previous, previous one was there's always going to be a light even in the darkest moments 
look for that light even in this dark moment and ask yourself what can i do to make this better yeah there had also much that <laughs> i think that's something she's sorry <laughs> sorry um, i've just had that the animals i'm just like wow well, you you're in a whole farm <laughs> yeah you hear a lot yeah you hear a lot but Maria had mentioned mm. about accountability i think she can dive into that yeah accountability this in in terms of healing and growth yeah all in all like find that accountability partner or um accountability app or something yeah that you can check your progress and track your progress in three months six months there's also accountability in terms of maybe pictures yeah that is <laughs> um some time back yeah i was checking um six months heartbreak healing yeah <laughs> and someone had documented it and it was a really lovely process to see and to know that some people also end up in the same place that i was in and relating to her and be like ah, in the next six months i'll be good you know and i was in the next six months i was even better i think than her anyway so <laughs> we are all different people and she was just documenting it in terms of this is the first month without this person i hate him like i just feel so bitter and etc just describing every feeling that she was going through and saying you know i felt like quitting youtube but I couldn't etc etc and then um the next in two months guys i feel like this and this she she was crying in some videos and i personally really really felt her heart i was like damn this is how i feel like she feels even worse than me yeah and then um by the fifth month she's like i i threw his clothes um it, like she was going through a heartbreak yeah and just describing the way she healed from that in terms of letting go and all those things and yeah document it have accountability partners um track your progress through videos and pictures and yeah also the another one is let go let's go of those people let's go of things that you mind you of them or yeah sometimes i um just lock that room of that loved one who passed away yeah like sometimes you need to distance yourself from such or also when we were talking about feel those feelings exist going hug that bed or etc yeah but then also make sure that you have other people to check up on you hence the accountability partner in terms of they're like a wake up call mc you know they, and they know you so they will be like hey you need to get out of this or let me let me take you out or yeah they know what you love and they know what will help you get better Mm. <laughs> yes. I think uh 
there's usually there needs to be a delicate balance between locking out the distractions and actually feeling the feelings because sometimes the distractions are the feelings. <laughs> uh, they kind of pull you back from they can keep you stuck if you're not very careful. So uh, that's let me give an example. You've used the love example of a loved one. Let me use the the example of um, a romantic relationship where obviously your chances are we all those of us who stay in Nairobi, no Nairobi is very small. So you might have to end up meeting some new people later on. But there has to be that time where you tell yourself, I kinda have to close all those that you connect me to this person. I have to lock block them, stop talking to them on all social media platforms and follow them, whatever. And then it gets to a place where you you can actually meet them and not have bitter feelings or meet them and not have them affect your healing journey. I, I don't know if you're getting a point of I think the balance between feeling the feelings and letting go of the distractions needs to be. We also say that you need to feed yourself with uh, things that are going to be helpful. Listen to good podcasts, listen to um, watch good YouTube channels, read a book, um, etc. And have progress reviews. Look at look back every one month or so and uh, assess yourself and tell yourself a month ago I was in this place right now I'm here I think I'm actually being good for myself and I was telling you there that personally I can look back a year where I was last year and where I am today completely different people and completely different places I can see the growth I can see the changes and the maturity that have happened in that one year yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's actually also something I was telling my accountability partner in terms of January. I was a mess. Like, what? <laughs> um, my friends and I were messes with all honesty and my two close friends. And I think it was also the fact that law school just makes us have exams in January after our holidays and that's what we will also have with our gaki and jan guys wish us all the best <laughs> i think it's a UN thing i don't know if it's all lost i say oh it's a UN thing true true uh, but also some law schools um abroad that i know of, they actually they are um it's usually up a beginning of feb end of jan exams so you went just copied those ones <laughs> So, yeah, like, hey, man, Jan, we were a mess. But then right now, I, even we don't know ourselves. Like, for example, um, shout out to her, Wendy. Like, Wendy, um, okay, this is roasting her. Oh, my gosh. I, I will be in time for this. But Wendy couldn't do sit-ups, bro. <laughs> and now this girl cycles 100 kilometers. Yeah? in a speed of four kilometers per hour, six kilometers per hour. And you're just like, what? She's like a car, like a, a, a slow car. But oh my gosh, I'm so proud of her. And that just shows how much you can do in a year. Yeah, when people say six months work on yourself, for real, for real, actually take the time to do that and give yourself um, such milestones yeah, plan yourself, as we had said in the 2022, yeah, um, vision and everything. 
like imagine just gear gear yourself up and have that vision and it will come true something i actually saw when i was going through my pinterest board is that um i put in a new board for body goals yeah and it was so interesting aki guy i almost laughed at myself yeah um <laughs> i had a dream about it and it was exactly how i had envisioned it and it felt so real that today i was so motivated to work out and do all that stuff because like it's become so like the vision is so clear that i'm so sure by next year i'll have those Mm-mm. you'll be like eh, eh. anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah can't wait so yes mm. okay key like do you have something else and to I, add i think we can conclude with that we already covered how to heal maybe next time we'll dive deeper into growth <laughs> we've done a lot of healing today yeah yeah but i really loved this episode it's you know so many of us are going through different things that we need different situations and circumstances that we need to heal from and any loss is needs to be healed from um a mentor of mine was telling me even when you lose your pen your favorite pen yeah that's a loss and we shouldn't take losses for granted in terms of ah, ah mini strong like i'm strong enough to go through this and hide in the feelings you no know, feel the feelings talk about it and something else wakaki had said hashi also was it you about john ling and talking about it with friends I yeah do, i do actually that's something let me just interrupt right there journaling is so helpful mm. so nice because i look at my journals of like a year or two years back and oh my god the growth <laughs> it's something <laughs> and funny to read the things i was going through because i'm just like oh my god i can't believe that was bothering me but then i look at it and i'm just like ah i've actually come a pretty long way from there it's yeah it's just nice i'd recommend journaling to people yeah yeah and something i saw yesterday on on pinterest is there are journaling prompts yeah from whatever you want from like gratitude journal prayer journal um healing journal so go and check them out get your pinterest boards and just love yourself man you got this that's all i can say you if people other people have healed you will heal too yeah and you'll get through this it's just a season of life that you are learning from and you'll become stronger and grow and yes with that i'd like to end this episode by giving the song of the week which for us what related is hold by njoki njoki karu yeah and all in all you know she is talking about I, i tend to feel like the holes that she's talking about are wounds that are part of her journey and i love the ending where she says you know um someday maybe someday i'll be enough for someone and that someone is me yeah yeah for someone and that someone is me 
someday you'll be enough, you'll have healed, you'll have grown for someone, not for any other person but yourself. Have an awesome, awesome Christmas. Okay, no, I don't know when we'll, you'll listen to this, <laughs> but we are recording in Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, it's New Year's. So, yes, guys, have an awesome New Year. And I wish, pray for us. We have our exams. So, I hope we'll read. <laughs> we have to read. And yeah, all the best. Happy New Year. Happy resolutions and visioning. And you're dope. Heal. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I still break myself in the face.
For someone and that someone